Hi, it's Richard from the Story Walk Podcast. The Story Walk Podcast is composed of real stories that I make up while I am out hiking, snowshoeing, skiing, and backpacking with my children. You may notice background noise during the podcast due to the real nature of recording these stories in the outdoors. Now, on to today's story. It's been a long time since our last Story Walks podcast, and the reason is, is it's been a very, very late year for snow and so we haven't been out that much and so there's been no chance to tell story walks but we're heading out backpacking and today we're gonna tell a detective brother's story about the mysterious and spooky hidden lake the detective brothers were high up in their treehouse william was deciphering a cipher that had come in henry was doing some work on his code base on his computer and Alexander was building a diorama to demonstrate exactly how tornadoes worked. All three boys were very active when all of a sudden an email came in. Henry opened up his email and had a look. He looked at his brothers. Guys, this is really peculiar. Alex and William walked over. Why? What's going on? They said. Look at this message the brothers started reading the message henry had already read their eyes opened very very wide william said can this be true alex said i don't believe it henry said it's from the park superintendent the boys looked at each other this was very very serious sure enough the head of the National Parks had messaged the Detective Brothers. There was a serious problem in Banff National Park. Campers kept going to Hidden Lake and then disappearing. The park superintendent had specifically asked the Detective Brothers to look into what was happening. The first comment that William said is, if it's called Hidden Lake, will we even be able to find it? Henry took out his iPhone. He had an app that allowed him to look at trails and maps all over the world. He typed in Hidden Lake and sure enough, he found the map. It even showed the pathway to get right to the campground. Henry showed his brothers. They were amazed. That's so cool, said Alex. Henry said, yeah, it is pretty cool. But now that we know how to get there, let's ask mom and dad if we can go accept this assignment. Henry went down the secret slide. Alex went down the metal pole and William took the zip line onto the back deck. In a split second, all the detective brothers were back in their kitchen, trying to talk at once explaining to their parents what needed to be done. Finally, their parents understood and they said, okay, let's do it. We can go tomorrow morning. That night, the detective brothers each packed their backpack. They put in a sleeping mat, which would keep them off the ground, a sleeping bag, a change of clothes, a warm coat, some snacks, and of course, a water bottle. Their packs were pretty heavy. 
but nothing compared to their parents' packs because their parents were carrying most of the food, the cooker, the tent, and almost everything else they'd need. At the last minute, Henry decided not to bring his laptop. He would try and work off of his dad's spare iPhone. He couldn't do much on the iPhone, but he hoped it would be enough. They got in the car at 8 a.m and started the long drive out to the trailhead. On the way, they discussed what might be happening. Alexander asked, maybe the people just went home and they didn't tell anybody. William said, but their cars are still there. How would they have gotten home? Good point, said Henry. I wonder if maybe there's a, a cool, hotel there and they all decide to go stay at the hotel for a few nights alexander piped up i've already thought of that henry i've called the hotel they've had no guests check in in addition if they were at the hotel they would have answered one of the emails or phone calls that the parks had made william looked could they have gone somewhere else the brothers all looked at each other it must be that. But where would they go? Hidden Lake was a three-hour hike into the wilderness. The hotel, if you could even call it that, was a hundred-year-old cabin that was originally used before there were even cars. The cabin was called Skokie Lodge. It didn't even have electricity. It was definitely peculiar what had happened here. Later that morning, they drove up to the trailhead. They were surprised by how many cars were there. It seemed like it was very popular. Then they remembered, oh yeah, people are coming here, but they're not finding a way to get out. They put on their backpacks, put on some sunscreen, and lots of bug spray for there were lots of bugs at this time of year and started the walk up to hidden lake as they walked up to hidden lake they wondered what they'd do while they were worried about what they'd find they also had to be aware of two other things there were bears in this area and they had to have protection in case they met an angry bear in addition there would be no place to buy water so they had to find a way to filter the water. Even though they were out in the backcountry, there were lots of animals and they could get really sick if they just drank the water directly from a stream. Soon, the boys passed a very old cabin. They went inside. There was one bench inside. There wasn't even a fireplace. It was called Halfway Hut, but they weren't sure. What was the hut halfway to? It was just one big room with wooden floors and big trees making all the walls. It was kind of nice and cool here on a hot summer day, but they wondered how chilly it would be in winter. In addition, they could tell that there were some mice that lived inside this cabin. 
and they wondered what the mice liked to eat until they noticed some rubbish that previous hikers had left in the corner. Henry was very upset. Why don't people take their rubbish out? He said, annoyed. Alexander and William looked at him. I don't know, they said. Alexander mentioned that you were supposed to pick up all your trash and take it out with you. Luckily, William had a little bag in his backpack. He took the bag out and they picked up all the ru rubbish. They were gonna take that rubbish out with them. Their parents were pretty proud about how they were helping to keep this beautiful part in the middle of nowhere, rubbish free. They hiked up and came to their campground. They were surprised by how many tents were there. They looked around. While there were lots of tents, there was not one person there. This was a campground, not like the campgrounds they're used to driving to. There were no cars here. Everyone had had to carry their tent and all their stuff with them on their back. In addition, there was no electricity here. Finally, the toilet had no water. It was an old, smelly, wooden outhouse. The brothers looked at each other and they smiled, knowing they didn't want to be the first one to go into the outhouse. Luckily, there was one tent pad left. They set up their tent, put down their sleeping pads, unrolled their sleeping bags, and then took all their food and put the food in a bear bin. They used the bear bin because they did not want bears to come and investigate their tent. The bear bins were huge metal cubes with one opening on one side. You'd put your food inside and the handle was something only human hands could open. Knowing that everything was safe, the boys met with their parents to decide what they'd do first. Their parents said, well, should we walk up to Hidden Lake? The boys looked at each other. No, dad, of course not. We need to understand the area. I think we should hike up to the ridge on the other side of the valley so we can look down on Hidden Lake and see if there's any danger. What do you mean danger? Said their mom. Danger, mom? All these people have disappeared. For all we know, there's a family of bears there that are trying to eat people. Yeah, or a really hungry crocodile said their dad. Alexander looked at their dad. Dad, crocodiles don't live in the Rocky Mountains. Jeez, the detective brother's dad looked sheepishly at their mom. How was I supposed to know, he said. But everyone else knew that of course there were no crocodiles in the mountains. The boys looked at their side and they saw a path that was snaking up the ridge. They went over and took that path with their dad in the front and their mom in the rear. They stopped every few minutes to look back. Soon they were high enough they could look down on the lake. It looked very peaceful. It was a beautiful sunny day. Not too hot, 
almost no wind, a few clouds in the sky, and there in the distance was a lake. They were far enough away that it would be actually quite tough to even see if there were humans around the lake. Luckily, Henry brought out his binoculars. Alexander shouted, great job bringing the binos, Henry. William said, can I use the binos next? Henry said, sure thing, we'll all get a chance. Henry scanned all around the lake, on the ridge above the lake on the other side, by the shore. He saw one thing that was red, but it wasn't moving. He gave the binoculars to William and Alex. They all scanned, but none of them were able to figure out what the red shape was. It wasn't big enough to be a human, and it wasn't moving. William thought it might just be a backpack. Henry thought it was very strange that someone would leave their backpack right at a lake. Satisfied that there was no movement, the boys went back to their campsite. When they got to their campsite, it felt a bit peculiar. They looked at their tent. The edge of the tent looked like it had been opened. The detective brother's mom said to their dad, didn't you zip up the tent? To which he said, I'm certain I did. Why would you say I didn't do that? But then he looked. The zipper was not fully down. In addition, when they looked inside, the neatly laid out sleeping bags were tussled and had been moved around. Someone's been in our tent, said their dad. Henry said, don't touch anything, guys. Let's use our detective clues. They looked around outside the tent, but so many people had been walking there that they couldn't see any footprints. Inside the tent, they smelled to see if they could smell a strange smell, but they couldn't, couldn't smell anything. They then looked around the camp, calling out, is anybody here? Hello? But the camp, was still completely empty. William said to their parents, let's walk up to the lake now and see what's going on. But it was already dinner time. And their parents said, let's have dinner first. They made their dinner. They had noodles, mashed potatoes, bacon, and a lot of pepperoni sticks. For dessert, they had some candy. They loved going backpacking because they got to eat a lot of candy. After dinner, they looked around. The sun was getting low in the sky. It really looked like it was gonna get dark soon. William spoke up again. Guys, do you think maybe we should go up to the lake tomorrow? I don't wanna get lost out there in the dark. Alexander nodded. I agree. I would hate to get lost hiking in to a lake. Where would we spend the night? What if it started raining? The brothers decided they would go to sleep and wake up in the morning and start their exploration then. This is the end of part one of the Detective Brothers solve the hidden lake mystery. 
Thanks for listening. If you like the show, please subscribe and give us a rating. This podcast and all the ideas and characters are copyrighted by myself, Richard. Bye-bye.